morning. This is the Obvious Brothers, if you tripped on us. And I'm Obvious Steve, and... This is Obvious John. Obvious John, right. Obvious John, who is wearing red. I can't understand why. Could be considered crimson. Crimson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we have this discussion regularly in, in my classes about these these the supposed color and the color uh, of such things because you know when the you, you haven't heard the great conversations about the uh putting together the three universities here but bloomsburg and lock haven if you put their colors right next to each other they're only like one shade apart but okay. bloomsburg claims theirs is crimson where uh, uh, Lock Havens is supposedly scarlet, but they both look like burgundy to me. But that's, yeah, it's one of those things that, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Right. I'm glad you have a mute button. Yeah. I, I thought I was the one that was sick. Yeah, I'm still still struggling. Still struggling. So we both had kind of a tough week. Yeah, I was stuck in uh, in uh, the DFW area this week. Yeah, for the uh, ice storm. Yeah, for our work. So that was a lot of fun. So, so are you are you scared to say what town you're really in? So you just broaden it to a, like a hundred square mile or whatever, five hundred square mile area. You don't want to say you were in no. Terrell. Well, nobody knows where Terrell is. So. Well, they'll all look it up now, and they'll be much more better off. Yeah, Terrell, which Terrell. is about 30 miles southeast of Dallas. Right. So you're for you, you're on the good side of Dallas. Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. So so he was stuck in Terrell, and I, uh, I am on day, day eight of uh, COVID protocol, rah, rah. So I have finished my uh, antiviral drug and almost feel almost good. So, but it was, it was, it was a rough week and it's uh, a week that kind of disappeared uh, in many ways. I spent a whole day watching uh, the, uh, however many episodes of Welcome to Wrexham. So if you want to know oh, anything about Rob McElhenney, uh, Ryan Reynolds, or the small Welsh town of Wrexham, just throw it at me, John. Yeah, you're you're dialed in on that. I I, I am. Yes. Uh, so, so John, uh, why did the clock in the cafeteria run slow? Why? It always went back four seconds. Oh boy. Oh boy. That's yeah, pretty, that's actually kind of funny, I guess. It's kind of funny, yeah. Uh huh. All right. So you want you want to know the one Siri told me for class on on Thursday? Because it's a one. classic. It's a classic. You know, you know what the uh, biggest cause of dry skin is, John? What's that? Pals. What is it? You spilled out on me. Pals. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I my 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 uh, 
I have now satisfied my need to make him say, oh, Jesus, about a joke. So we, we can push on. Hey, hey, John, we're both geared up. It's game day. Game day. Game day. Can you, can you believe the that, line in that game? What's that? Can you believe the line? Yeah. I thought the line was, well, unless you're seeing something I didn't see. It's one and a half. Purdue one and a half is what I saw. It's changed drastically. It's IU minus one. When did it change? I thought I looked this morning. Right I know I looked ESPN, this morning. It's, it's minus one. And in some areas, it's actually a pick em. Yeah, uh, ESPN's got it to pick them at this point. So, all right. Well, I said that's all that damn IU money coming in. Yeah, dumb, dumb money. Dumb money. Sharks will right? hit that hard. So, so you, yeah. you, are you, are you uh, investing uh, house money on uh, IU giving a point? No. No. Okay. No. So should we come back to the game and uh, later so we can argue about uh, what, what's going to happen? Or do you want to get it out of your system now? No, we can come back to it. Where okay. So let's let's talk about last Sunday, which was one good game and one absolutely horrible game. Yeah. And uh, I don't – you weren't on the right side on either one. Because yeah, let, let me see, did you take? You were you were on the dogs, and I, I think I think uh, Swerve said something about you and dogs, right? It, yeah, yeah, it, uh, yeah. So, right. So let let's start with the Kansas City game because we were all texting and you were all kind of butthurt about the final play. He he was he was well out of bounds when the guy hit him. Yeah, he was. I mean, you, you just can't do that there. But at the same right. time, I mean, it's a I mean, it, bad way it, to lose a game. It is a bad way to lose a game, and and I thought the officiating did did a lot of favors for Kansas City. Well, well, did did you not see the the tweet that's uh, turned into a meme of uh, Mahomes and the referee cha- exchanging jerseys after the game? Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. So. I I don't I don't know. Officiating the NFL is suspect on on its best day, uh, and I I don't I don't know what a pass is. I don't know what a catch is. So uh, you know, it's just hard to guess. But yeah, uh, I think uh, we had this conversation kind of in the in the chat, which you probably blew right through at some point, but. There was a conversation about the fact he's got to know the, the down and situation and time there. You know, he just lets him run out of bounds. They, I don't know what they do because they're too far yeah. to really – if they kick the field goal, the odds are very, very low. I mean, it's like a 60-yarder, isn't it, in bad yeah. weather and everything. And then and they don't have enough time to run a play because they don't have a timeout. So, no. No, so they're pretty much – yeah, they're 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 pretty much effed. Uh, if, if he doesn't hit him out of bounds and get a fifteen yard penalty, so yeah, that was uh, an ugly, ugly way to lose the game. And was like, yeah, and, and you you've of course seen the video of one of his teammates yelling at him as they go in the locker room about you can't yeah. be doing that. Yeah, so, but that's I'm sure he knows that. So. <laughs> 
There we go. There, there's the mute button again. Is ironically enough, John is the one coughing all over the place today, though I'm the one who's had COVID all week. So there you go. Uh, so uh, the other game uh, is evidence, John, of why we worry about people having a, a quality quarterback, right? Yeah, yeah. What a what an unfortunate turn of events for the uh, the Niners there with you know losing Purdy really early in the game with a torn UL. Um, I'm not sure I agree with their and that well then of course um, Johnson their what would technically be their fourth string quarterback um, coming in and, and getting the concussion. Yeah, um, getting, he gets hurt too. They're down to their yep. fifth string quarterback, who actually can't been, throw the ball. Well, it would have been um, Christian McCaffrey, who was a who was a quarterback in high school. So I was kind of <laughs> confused as to their game plan there, knowing full well that Purdy's not going to be able to pass the ball. You know, when you go with a wildcat system the one thing that's kind of the advantage to that system is it basically adds a blocker for you. Right. Whereas, you know, having just handing it off time after time after time, I mean, Purdy was really, you know, clearly obviously he was ineffective, but at the same time he was also, there was no doubt he wasn't going to throw the ball. I mean, right. it was just, so the Eagles, I mean, they had all 11 were within five yards of the uh, line of scrimmage pretty much the rest of the game. And, and, uh, you know, they just couldn't get anything going. And it was kind of a bummer. Yeah, well, I uh, hate hate to see that. Well, if you hate to see the other game end the way it did, you hate to see, you know, there is no competition in a game when one team has no quarterback, right, and can't throw the ball. So so here we get, we've got we've got Eagles Chiefs, which will be breaking down next Friday for all it's worth, right? But uh, – did you come out uh, on the Eagles side early? Was, was that? Yeah, I think I think the Eagles. I think they're just too good all the way around. They have too good of an offense and too good of a defense. I think they're going to be able to hold uh, Mahomes and those guys down. And, and I'm not I'm not sure Kansas City's defense is good enough to keep um, the Eagles out of the end zone enough. Okay. So you 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 you're looking at the over, which if I remember, I don't know how much it's moved, but the opening was like forty-seven and a half or something, which is pretty basic. Yeah, it's up to fifty now, and the Eagles are favored by one and a half. Hmm. Which I think I predicted the line would be two and a half, Philadelphia. So did you? Yes, well, it's been it's done crazy things early, or it started in crazy places with some shops having Chiefs by one and a half, and uh, some having Eagles by one and a half or two. So that was a pretty big spread from shop to shop. You could shop around if you knew what you wanted, and yeah, could jump on it. I, I find it interesting that it's leaning more towards Eagles. I would think the longer we go, the more we feel like Patrick Mahomes is healthy and the pendulum should swing back towards the Chiefs. But I guess that's next week's uh, thing, huh? 
Yeah. Everybody's spending everybody's spending this week's money on the Pro Bowl. Yeah, because everybody's gonna watch that. Yeah. Well, I mean the Manning brothers are involved. That's like ratings gold. Yeah. Are they playing by the way, are they playing? Is that what their their involvement is? No, they're coaching, I believe. Coaching. Ah. Yeah, I've seen videos of Peyton coaching and I Wow, it ain't pretty. You talking about like the SNL video of him coaching up the kids? Oh, is that an SNL video? Ah, uh, I, I think I saw the real thing, but yeah. But all right, well, we've uh, spent way too much time talking about uh, yeah Peyton Manning and his brother. Uh, so uh, Tom Brady retired this week. John, did you were you in the hotel room long enough to to see this? Yeah, I saw that he retired. I saw his little um, Instagram post. No, I mean, I'm not. I'm not overly shocked. I think this is probably for real, for real this time. I don't, I don't think you play games and do it two or three times, but I mean, he's, he's conceded enough that maybe he might, but I'm thinking that this is, this should be final. You know, I, I understand you can, you can find a, a betting line on this in certain shops. John. Yeah. Yeah. How do you get paid off on him not coming back? I mean, what's the timeline? Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying is if he, if he doesn't, it, that could it could be three years from now, and you could lose the bet. Yeah, I mean, what's the what's the timeline on on the getting paid off on not coming out of retirement? Yeah, it's gonna I, be a de- deadline. Yeah, my, my, yeah, I would imagine it's uh, NFL preseason or first game of the season or something next yeah. year. Yeah. So you think he gets Giselle back? No. Huh. Okay. Have you seen the, the girl he's dating? Oh, I didn't realize he was dating. I yeah. thought you mean you mean Gronk? No, I'm talking Brady who he's dating. No, I I'm, he's been seen I'm, with. That was a that was a joke that obviously needs workshopping. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've seen more pictures. I've mean, I've seen a lot of pictures this week of him with Gronk. So I uh, just thought maybe, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, we 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 can push on that one having flopped miserably. Uh, okay, John. John, I I don't imagine you watched any real TV this week, huh? No, I did not. I did watch in. It's an old movie, but it was pretty weird. In the hotel, I watched uh, that everything, everywhere, all the time. You know what I'm talking about? No. It's the uh, multiverse movie. It's kind of, you know, it's not a part of the Marvel family or anything like that. It's just completely separate. And it was, it's got Michelle Yao in it. Um, it was it's weird. It was entertaining. Okay. Weird. Weird. All right. That's that's going to go in our Rotten Tomatoes uh posting. Uh, in, in the in the bubble. Weird. Okay. I, I watched I've watched all the episodes of Shrinking so far, and it's very good. You'll have to watch it. That's what you keep saying. Yeah, shrinking, yeah. With Harrison Ford and uh Jason Siegel. 
and uh, I won't give a whole lot of it away, but you read that you read the synopsis last week on the pod about uh, Jason is a shrink going through some stuff. So, and he's, yeah, he goes through some stuff. Yeah. So there you go. It's, it's very, it's very funny and also very, very kind of poignant and heart, uh, heart rendering. And um, I saw Harrison Ford interviewed last weekend and he said it was a, uh, it was the best script he'd ever read. So uh, I, I don't, I don't know what, People say shit, but uh, you know it, it's clearly a part that he uh, he, he seems to be relishing playing uh, the crotchety old guy. Yeah, finally, finally gets to play the crotchety old guy. Yeah, and no whip, no hat, nothing like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also last night, because uh, you know there was no college basketball to speak of on. Uh, watched two first two episodes of The Last of Us, mm. and uh, you know somebody in our group said if you like that kind of thing, so I had to figure out what that kind of thing is, and I think it was determined in this household we don't like that kind of thing. So yeah, I I definitely didn't think my sister would be very into it. Um, I know I wasn't sure on on you or not but yeah i'm definitely I'm, not surprised that karen didn't enjoy I'm, it i don't think it's giving a whole lot of way to tell people that uh it's kind of a variation on the walking dead that it, you have to worry about the next person you meet might uh might damage you for life uh like suck the life out of you kind of thing so uh yeah it's uh, it's kind of like that yeah so, it's, it's it's an interesting concept, though. And funny thing is, it's actually based on a video game. Um, is it? Is how, yeah. Um, but now, since this movie's come out, and, and just to spoiler alert, the difference between this and like a viral infection, like World War Z and stuff like that, is this is based on a fungal infection. Yeah. Which fungus cannot, cannot live in humans very long because. Um, our body temperatures are too high. But the concern was, is that as climate change happens, that fungus will adapt and learn to potentially survive in warmer climates and atmospheres. And then if they did, the coddles, sops, whatever you want to say, I don't know the scientific term, can then survive in humans and then basically become parasites and take them over, which is what is completely happening. And then in the last couple of weeks since this show has come out, there's been like a news release that this is actually happening in, in real life. Um, that fungus, the fungal deaths are up significantly in the last two years than they were in the previous like 30 years. So from like 1970 to 2010, there were literally only like 70 fungal deaths in the world. And in the last year, there's been over 7,000 fungal deaths. Well, I think this explains why I never let you talk for very long. So you, you, you go down some deep, dark shit rabbit holes there, bud. So this could be reality. Could it? Yeah. So you could have a mushroom popping out of your mouth at any time. <laughs> any minute. Any, any, any second now. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. 
I, I will push on from the last of us. And uh, we got a couple things to uh, for you to catch up on and, and, and talk to us about in the future. So we look forward to that, John. So, John, you've got your gear on. How many games you got circled on today's calendar to watch? Uh, uh, I'll just be watching the IU game because I'm playing golf today at 1030. So are you going to play golf today? Uh, that is that's just effing mean, man. I'm, I, you know, I'm on, I'm on uh, a COVID uh, injured reserve for yeah. one thing. I'll just go with that as my excuse. Not the fact that it's 10 degrees with a wind chill factor of minus 20 here, which sounds kind of delightful. Well, I don't even know how many layers you go with if you want to play golf uh, with a wind chill of minus 20. I don't think they'd make enough. No. So this would be a case where you would, you would have to put Vaseline on your face to go out, right? <laughs> yeah. Keep from... Keep, keep from uh, wind burned and uh, and uh, frozen flesh. So, but thanks for that. Hey, thanks, for, thanks. For, yeah, I, I I know you you knew that one was you were you were set up for that one. So I guess Houston mm -hmm. is not frozen over the way uh, North Texas is, huh? No, we got cold weather and rain, but we never got any anything close enough to freezing. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's the way it is in a semi-tropical swamp. So, so uh, first game you're going to watch is IU Purdue. Uh, are you going to watch the Duke UNC game? Uh, that's a, that would be a good game to watch. Yeah, what time is that? Is that a night game? And that's a six thirty game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are either one of them ranked right now? Are, are you going to be up late to watch Gonzaga uh, St. Mary's? That's negative. Negative. Okay, because that's the that's the late night quality game. So, all right. So, uh, you're going to miss out on Kansas Iowa State, which is the noon game or eleven o'clock your time. Yeah, Kansas Iowa State, Texas K State. I won't be watching either of those games. Yeah. What do you think? In in, in our in our money line five five game money line parlay. What are we taking there? Ooh. I like on money lines. Yeah. I like I like Kansas on the road. Wow. I like I like um I think I like K State to hold on against Texas. Well, that would tighten up the Big Twelve race. All right. Yeah, I, I ISU has been on a, a a slump here lately. I think they're one for the last six or something like that. So, yeah, and Kansas uh, has recovered from their three-game losing streak, won the last two games against Kentucky and then K-State. So they seem to have righted the ship. Okay, so that's, a, that's our Big 12 uh, openers. Uh, how about the Big Ten opener? What do you think in terms of Michigan State Rutgers? So at this point, who do you hate more, Michigan State or Rutgers? Well, I've never really, 
I mean, the Rutgers are so new to the Big Ten. I don't really have that history to hate them as much as I do everybody else. So, oh, the last couple of games, them beating you doesn't doesn't uh, do it for you, huh? Well, that doesn't help, but I don't even know who. I don't even want to root for anybody in that game. Injuries. That's cruel. That's what, that's what we root for. So, so I, I my money line parlay. I'm waiting for you to tell me. I've got um, KUK State. I think you got to take Sparty. Really? Okay. So they lost at home. I don't think Rutgers has lost at home this year, have they? I uh, don't. Probably not. Yeah. Jer the Jersey Mike rack is a uh, is a thing. And then, uh, so jump ahead, Duke, Duke, North Carolina. Okay, well, they lost to Iowa at home. They lost to Iowa at home? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll take I'll, – I'll switch that. I'm taking the Rutgers. Okay. And then, and then who are you taking in Duke, North Carolina? And it's been a long time since uh, they neither one been ranked. Yeah, that was uh, – that's crazy, isn't it? Well, considering uh, preseason, uh, UNC was number one, and I think Duke was seven or eight. Uh, for them both to be unranked in February seems seems like somebody's done something wrong. Yeah. Maybe the maybe the uh, AP preseason voters, but uh, somebody. I'll take the home team there. I'll take the Dukies. Yeah, Duke's at home. Okay, so. Uh, we don't know how long we want to spend on two unranked teams. The second biggest uh, rivalry in college basketball, right, John? So, right. Right. So, John, big game today. Well, okay. I'm going. I'm going. Temper expectations. I don't think it's that big a game, but you know, Purdue is number one, and they're both ranked. So, but Purdue's got a four-game lead on them in the Big Ten. I guess it's always more about bragging rights than anything else. But uh, there you go. So uh, yeah, you told – what did you tell me? You were giving me a point. Is that is that what the current line is? Yeah. One point, yep. Yeah. It's moving. It's still moving. It, I, it was one and a half a minute ago. Now it's one. Wow. There's a lot of money on this game floating so, around right now. So, so what is going to happen in this game that uh, IU wins? Uh, he gets hurt and misses the game. <laughs> That's well, he, he could get in foul trouble. You don't have to hurt him. You, you know, you know, he's not actually human, so you can't injure him. Um, yeah, I mean, that's. That's, uh, I mean, that's really the only way, unless uh, Jackson Davis and Hutch Tofino just play out of their absolute butts, um, which they were going to have to carry this team to, to victory today, I think. Okay. That's, that's the only chance. And somehow stopping Edie. Okay. So you think, you think it's, it's about, uh, uh, Hood Shafino getting more than his normal, huh? Yeah, but he only gets like, I don't even know what's he even average per game. I thought he was averaging 15. Is 15 enough? 
John looks this up. Well, I thought I was looking it up, and it went to when I clicked on full player stats, it went to the entire college basketball. Well, that's a full player. So I uh, we're the obvious brothers, so I'll be obvious. And you you were obvious saying that about Edie, obviously. The seven four guy has a big game against you like he had last Sunday against Michigan State. You're probably in trouble, huh? If he yeah. goes off for 38, I think I know who wins. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shafino only averages 12.3 per game. Um, so he's definitely going to have to play big. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to have to get some decent. I mean, Race Thompson's getting a little healthier. He's been playing on that bum knee. You can tell he's not 100%, but he's looked a little better. And we're going to have to rotate some some dudes in. Malik Renault see what he can do, see if he can handle. Um, so we're just going to have to throw a lot of people at him, um, which I think is what a lot of teams try to do. doesn't always work. but um, it is, uh, This last week was a uh, classic. Uh, um, Michigan State, you know, Izzo uh, refuses to double him, and he had 38 on Sunday. Um, the uh, Wednesday night, Penn State doubled him. And uh, Mason Gillis broke the record for Purdue players for threes in Mackey Arena. So uh, you double him and uh, somebody on the outside has a chance to beat you. Uh, you single him and he might get 38. So I, I think probably if I was coaching, I would double him and hope whoever's open does not have a good night shooting. Yeah, I think that's – I mean, you're going to have to take your chances with the, with shooting. I mean, that's your – I think you hit it right on the head. There's – you can't defend both the perimeter and the eight-foot monster in the middle. Uh, you're going to you're gonna have to do – you're going to have to choose, choose an evil, and I would choose uh, trying to stop him over, you know, hoping that the poor day and shooting outside, which is probably our best option. Yeah, and then hope that we can actually get some shit done on the perimeter because we're going to need some good shooting from from the likes of like Miller, Cop, and Shafino, and and those guys. Yeah, well, you won't score many points if you don't make some shots from the outside. So, uh, I, I will also point out in the Wednesday night game where they doubled him, he only had eighteen and thirteen, so uh, he had an off day. Yeah, still a pretty good off day. <laughs> I, I, I am aware. Yeah. So uh, here we are, the, the big day. Uh, and uh, well, I think we're both looking forward to the game. It's fun. Uh, I saw an article the last time IU was number one and the teams played. You know what the outcome was? Yeah. Can you tell me the year and what was the outcome? Oh, it's it's been a minute, but I know we lost. No. 2013, uh, you beat us by 35 at Mackey. Oh, yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, this is where you use a line you use once every podcast that I've slept since then. So, yeah, because that that was the famed Cody Zeller team that, mm. uh, as a person doing the write up said. That shock face Syracuse used a two-three zone on them in the round of sixteen, and uh, 
beat them by like double digits. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. that uh, was... I, I remember it too. And I remember thinking, well, they've said it over and over every year at the tournament, Syracuse wins games because teams can't figure out that zone. And uh, you would have thought somebody might have prepped for that zone, right? Yeah, the thing that when Syracuse has that has a good team and they have and they're running that zone, it's because they've got really long players. And if you can't replicate length, then it's hard to duplicate that zone. Yeah, you mean in practice? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I mean, and uh, I. I mean, I think it's funny when people are like, well, you would have think they would have prepared for it. Trust me, they prepared for it. It's the fact that they can't duplicate what that team does. Not like they just went into the game like, oh, I wonder if they're going to play zone on us. I mean, I've never watched teams, any tape. Do you think they play any zone? Right. Yeah. I mean, teams teams prepare for it. It's just whether or not you can duplicate it. It's like, it's like Jalen Hurts. How do you prepare for Jalen Hurts when you don't have a – a practice squad QB or somebody else that can, you know, come close to duplicating what he does on the field. Well, I think that's probably true of Mahomes too. You don't see too yeah, many guys perfect. throw it 50 yards underhand <laughs> and the crap he does sometimes. So, but yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it was just funny in the article. It was, uh, they ran up against the zone and could not break the code that night. And their number one team Number one seed went poofed. All right. Well, there we go. Have we uh, have we killed the better part of half an hour? We have, haven't we? We sure have. We sure have. So are you watching golf? No. It's the Not first week of the year I traditionally watch. Oh, because of the uh, – this weekend right here because of Pebble Beach? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. Was that you that shared the – the tweet about the guy said, I don't know how much it costs to play at Pebble, but I think it's worth it. Uh, Whatever it is. No. I, I think yeah. I saw this week is 565. Okay. Hi. 565, I think I saw. Wow. Yeah. I, I wonder I if you're know. going. I, 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 was that just. You in shock for like 10 seconds? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was it was that sinking in. That's yeah. that's pretty I don't know. I don't know if that's worth it. I I don't I, I don't know either. Uh, I, I I can't get anybody to go to California with me and and, and do it. So uh, I'll just do this. Sob, sob, sob. Uh, but yes, uh, I, I enjoy watching the uh, golf from there because it's so beautiful there. Uh, and the golf courses there look like a lot of, uh, yeah, they, they look good. What's, and, play, uh, what's that? What's it cost? What's it cost to play Spyglass? I I don't know. Probably two and a half at least. Yeah. Yeah. Chump change. I got that. Hey, let me dig in my sweatpants here. I think I've got that right here. Yeah. Basically, two rounds of golf for a grand. Almost. Well, yeah. By the time by the time you throw in double shots to start the day, you know you'll be you'll be over a G. Well, and a caddy, so yeah, we're we're definitely well over a grand by the time you you finish those two rounds of golf. I, I don't know that they do caddies. Well, I they probably do, but they do cards. So, 
I, 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 I've been there and on the first tee and watched them going off. They, they definitely do carts. Yeah. Okay. We, uh, yeah. we need to, we need to move on with our Saturday because we have exciting things to do outside today. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Good, hey, good, good luck. No, no. I, I do want to just say, uh, good luck on the game. Uh, your yeah. sister is already conceding uh, losing today, so she's yeah, she's she trying is. she's trying not to get too emotionally involved. Yeah, so you're, you're yeah, shaking your head. It's a strategy, man. It's a yeah, strategy. I know. I know. She likes to play that reverse psychology game. Well, yeah. Then she'll be happy if they win, and right? she'll be overjoyed if they win. But she, yep. you know, uh, you, have you ever actually watched a game with her? Well, we watched that one in Texas with her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, that one, that doesn't count. But I, I mean, like a Purdue game. It, it doesn't even have to be Purdue, but a Purdue game. She gets pretty intense. I mean, yeah. she she coaches from a thousand miles away. You know, yeah, why are you fouling? And why, why are you not pressing? Why can't you make your effing free throws? You know, the whole litany. Yeah. 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 She's a. Uh... She's a good bench coach. See, she's a she's a serious fan, and and I don't know. She's, I I think she must be doing color on a game someplace today, some streaming service or something, because she's read so many articles. She's got all this this, this data backed up. So, so before we leave, some for some reason, oh, I remember uh, last Sunday the uh, they wore uh, Purdue wore throwback uh, unis. And Rick Mount, you remember this, Rick Mount? Yeah. Yeah. And there was a video from Purdue basketball of Rick Mount showing them the unis. So we looked up Rick Mount's career. You know, he averaged more than 30 points a game his entire career. I know. I he, 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 was, he, he was pretty good, yeah. You know, you know what they beat uh, IU uh, his last game, uh, last game his junior year, what the score was? I have no idea. 120 to 76. Wow. Without a three-point, there was no three-point line. How do you score yeah, 120? Crazy. I want to see the film. How do you score 120 in a game without a three-point? Yeah. That was one of the – I still to this day, I think it's one of the purest shooting strokes I've ever seen. I mean, the guy oh, can wow. just – he could stroke it. Well. And I think it's criminal, absolutely criminal, that that list you looked up of the greatest basketball players in IU history, and he wasn't even in the top ten. Yeah. Well, in Indiana, in Indiana history, I didn't mean IU, but Indiana yeah. history. In Indiana history, yeah. Well, he won Mr. Basketball. He took Purdue to the final game of the tournament, uh, scoring like 35 a game in the tournament. So, yeah, he could he could almost play. You know how he learned to shoot? He threw uh, no, he threw tennis balls into soup cans. Yeah, that's that would uh, that would dial it in. Yeah, that would dial it in. Yeah, so that would make the make the game look pretty big. Did you read? Did you read the article with the Bill Cower story in it? No. So Cower Cower takes his two daughters, who are both high school basketball players, to Mount Shooting Camp, and he, you know, Cower you know, is not exactly an effusive guy. Goes up and says, "You know, when I was a kid, I I used to." wish I was you and I used to be out in the driveway on a goal 
you know, acting like I was Rick Mount. He said I was I was always taking that corner three, corner and three, and, and Mount said, "Did you make it?" He said, "Sometimes." And he said, "Well, then you weren't Rick Mount." <laughs> nice. <laughs> there you go. Can't beat that one, right? Nope. Nope. You you weren't you weren't the man. Yeah. All right, bro. Have nice a good round. Yep. Thanks. You have a good weekend. Stay warm. Yeah. We'll 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 be texting later. All right. Love yeah. you. Okay. Bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.